Do you like to be the first name of your sex tape? Well, if you like to be the first to listen to podcasts, you might want to check out our Patreon because now we're offering a brand new membership tier called Name of Your Sex Tape. I couldn't help it, guys. I'm sorry. For five pounds a month, you'll get an ad-free version of our weekly episode on a Tuesday, a full day earlier than its usual release. So you can be the very first to talk about how funny our guest was, how quickly you cracked the case, or how badly I answered a question. Plus, you'll get all the benefits of our regular tier, including our live Zoom records, a special shout out on the podcast, and if you really like to hear us talk, we've got an entire back catalog of extra content. Check it out on patreon.com forward slash drunk women solving crime. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Name of your sex tape. Fancy coming along to see Drunk Women Solving Crime live? Ooh, yes please. Why not join us for our monthly London residency at the marvellous Museum of Comedy? We've got monthly shows through to June. Plus, every show is a double header, so you get to see us record not one, but two episodes with two fantastic guests. You can find tickets on our website, drunkwomensolvingcrime.com. Shows are selling out fast, so be quick. Noise. Noise. This episode of Drunk Women Solving Crime was recorded live at the Pleasance Theatre in London in December 2018. As a result of it being a live show, there are one or two very minor sound issues at the start, so please do bear with it as everything settles down nicely after five minutes. So enjoy the episode with very special guest, Susie Ruffle. Drunk women sold in crime. Drunk women. Drunk women sold in crime. Drunk women. Now it's time for drunk women solving crime. Give it up for the drunk women solving everyone doing good please give a huge round of applause for the lion and the wolf who composed and recorded our fabulous theme song One of them is my brother you choose which <laughs> <laughs> guys thank you so much for coming out i want to welcome you to the uh drunk women solving cry i've already had quite a bit of gin me <laughs> I'm going to take that again. Welcome to the Drunk Women Solving Crime Christmas Spectacular! Yes, I might have stolen that title from Radio City Music Hall. There's a chance that I stole the title. But is it really stealing if you admit it straight away? (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) It's not. That's the three-second rule. (laughs) That's what I've just employed. Our sponsor tonight is the fantastic Firebox, who have donated some Unicorn Tears gin, so you will get your own bottle of Unicorn Tears. Seriously, it retails at 40 pounds. Your face says it all. You're like, what? 40 pounds? It's worth every penny, and you will get your own. I've got like 10 pounds worth in this glass right now. Oh, God. I already had a whole bottle. This is fun. I sort of, it's kind of like exciting, but it's also like I'm having a stroke at the same time. And that's what podcasting's all about. Right, without further ado, I would like to hand over to our host for this episode is the fantastic Hannah George. Hi, Hi, 
Welcome to Drunk Women Solving Crime Live. This is where eggnog meets embezzlement, mulled wine meets manslaughter, and Prosecco meets perversion. It's a true crime podcast with a twist. Online! Online, yeah, again! It's not quite, it didn't quite work, but... (laughs) Well, without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to our first guest uh, today. She's one of the best uh, stand-up comedians on the circuit today. Please put your hands together for Susie Ruffles! Hello. Hey. Hi. <laughs> I'm good. Cool. <laughs> well, this has been fun. <laughs> Susie, tell us, have you ever been victim of a crime? Well, uh, so I feel like this should be a crime. Oh, but okay. it's not. Interesting. Right. Okay. So, I'm on my bike. Sure. I'm pretty green. Okay. <laughs> I've also got a car because I'm also a bit of a legend. So. <laughs> I'm on a bike on this occasion. I'm on a bike. I'm cycling around Shoreditch. Kel Surprise. For anyone anyone listening, I look just like I live in Shoreditch. Uh, It's fixed will. Of course it bloody is. So, I'm on my bike and a guy, and and I'm I'm cycling up to, I'm I'm like squeeching through the traffic, squeeching. That's a word. Sure. Squeeching through the traffic, get to the green bit, the green bit at the front, which is my bit by law. Okay, so I get there, a lot of the cars are getting up close to it as well, and I'm thinking, get back, get back, get back. Anyway, then we go, okay, and I'm cycling as fast as my little legs will take me, okay? <laughs> I mean, I'm 5'9, they're not that small. But anyway, so I say 5'9, I'm 5'7. Anyway, so I go, <laughs> so I go, I'm going, going, going. Then there's a guy in a big black van, huge black van, who comes up really close to me, makes me wobble. Okay, and winds down the window. Um, how much can I swear on? Oh, oh sure, it's fine. sure. Okay, winds down his window and looks at me and goes, "Come now!" Oh. I, I clutch my pearls. And <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like quite taken aback by it because you know I was brought up right, and, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, well. I'm going to give chase. So I did. (laughs) So I started chasing him. And then got to his car as fast as my legs would take me. And then when I got, and then he stopped then again because we were in London, so there was a red light. And <laughs> I, and, I, and then I, I got to his car and I hadn't really considered what I was going to do when I caught up with him. <laughs> my brain hadn't worked that quickly. And so I got to his car window and I was like, <laughs> and I said, "Hello, did you just call me a cunt? Because I didn't get off quick enough." And he went, "Yeah, and you're a fucking slag." Then he went again. And I was like, wow, now it's a game. I'm going to give chase again. (laughs) So then I started giving chase again. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but I am a bit of a pussy. So as this was happening, (laughs) I then, basically, I was getting very, very angry about the whole situation. Um, I'd just been to a mindfulness class, really fucked it. (laughs) Really annoyed. And so then... So then, I, I'm going like as quickly as I can, and um, then his friend, partner in crime, co-misogynist, was leaning. <laughs> was leaning out of his window, watching me cycling, like leaning back, watching me, and they're laughing at me, which is humiliating. So then, what I did, I thought this is the best thing to do. I just burst into tears. And then, <laughs> He found that hilarious. So then he started filming me. Oh, my God. God. At what point is he going to play that back? (laughs) 
What's he gonna be like? Everyone gather around me. <laughs> like, look at this woman crying. Look how sad she is. Um, I did that. that. Yeah. Like me and my friend did yeah, that. Yeah. And, and so I think it should be a crime. Well, that is a crime. Well, it's a it's verbal abuse. That's a crime technically. Is there a copping? It's a. Uh, is there a car? That seems weird. <laughs> this seems cops. like a perfect show. We make well, the rules in this town. Anymore. I thought it was going to... Anyway, I took his number plate and then just Googled it. That does fuck all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just thought I'd find out who you are. Can't do that. You can find out how much the car's worth. I don't give a fuck how much it's worth. <laughs> I don't care about that. Do you want to hunt him down and embarrass him and make his children hate him? That's all I want to do. It's very normal, so I've dealt with it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm just so angry. Like we all want to give Chase now. Yeah, I mean, and I think that should be the takeaway from this podcast: always give always Chase. Always give Chase. <laughs> Even if it's always give Chase. I love that. Only in London can you give Chase on a bicycle and, and to a van. And, like, get there. like yeah, like you that's don't how know, you don't know what kind of speed I'm packing. <laughs> You're five seven, dude. <laughs> five nine on my CV. <laughs> <laughs> Who can we trust? So sometimes on this podcast, what we do is we say, if you see that person again. What would you say to them? Oh, I would say. Well I'm sorry. It's just that I have an important question to decide how bad we feel for you. Were you on a regular bike or was it a Bromley? Oh. 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 <laughs> I mean, he called me a cunt, but I'm not a cunt. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just checking. I don't need to fold up my bike. Yeah. Just checking. I'm a busy woman trying to get this career off the ground. I've got time to start screwing things. Well, I'd love to. <laughs> Apologise. Proceed. My uh, the chase thing is interesting because my when I was a kid, somebody ran over our cat in a hit and run, and when I was six, happy and this, Christmas. <laughs> and this cat landed at the feet of a child playing in my street, and he sped off right. And um, when my mum got home from work, the kids that had witnessed it said to her, "It was a, a black Ford." Blah blah blah, and she's like, right, okay, and then literally, I told you this story. (laughs) So so glad you said black Ford. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) fuck's sake! No, you grew up in the country. How dare you? No. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, so basically, every time my mum saw a black Ford when we were driving along, she would follow them. (laughs) Um, Like literally, sometimes she'd be driving us to school. And we would take a detour through Stevenage, like we. And then it took about three. And she, when they stopped, she would get out of the car, get like they'd be on their driveway. She'd go, "Where were you on uh, July the twenty fourth with two kids in the car?" But she was so convincing. She, oh, I was here. Like they just assumed she didn't show any idea or anything. But anyway, after about three months, she tracked down the culprit. And she confronted him, and um, like the way she tells the story is, well, he just wasn't even sorry. If, if anything, he thought I was weird for tracking him down. <laughs> and then, and then um, so she was so angry that he wasn't even sorry that she went back in the dead of night. He only lived a few streets away from us, and she put sugar in his petrol tank and a banana up his exhaust. <laughs> is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> she she trashed his car. It I know Katie's mum as well, and she 100% did this. It's <laughs> like, you might be thinking, oh, did she? Is that bullshit? No, she didn't. No, it was the 80s. You could do anything. <laughs> and yeah, she Hashtag got... BBC. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I would love to do that to that bloke, though. Yeah, I, I would love to hunt him down. Yeah, and make him pay. Him. Would just sort of say to him, I'd, li- I'd like to be like, mate, 
let's chat about this. Yeah. Ooh, this nice. is how you made me feel. What's going I, on at home? Yeah, that sort of thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think that I'd like to be like, why? Why are you so angry yeah. with me? I was in my yoga gear. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, why are you bringing this to me? <laughs> I'm in yoga gear. I'm trying to be zen here. Do you know, but I really was. And yeah. I got home and I was fucking livid. Yeah, and I was horrible. So and that mindfulness class is not cheap. So, <laughs> I mean, we've all lost. <laughs> the best thing to do with mindfulness, though, is turn it into a weapon. And it's... Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sounds like that's what that's what I've do. done weaponizing like my mindfulness. That. Yeah, do you think, like, mindfulness. so he cool. may, maybe he went to a mindfulness course and he'd just been there just before that. Yeah, and he just thought, oh, I'm so at peace, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's just I don't know. You've not maybe. done much mindfulness. Have you? <laughs> no, I haven't. Do you know what mindfulness is? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's a drink, right? Like, oh no, it's drugs. Like, we're gonna do some mindfulness like, after the show if anyone's up for some. I mean, I feel like it could be drug. I feel like it could be drug chat. It could be the kind of things that people buy in the street. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Do you want two tabs of mindfulness? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Sure, why not? MF. Can I get another drink before we get into the game? Yeah, do you want to get in on the gin? Yeah, why not? I mean, I've got a gig later, but fuck them. Come on. (laughs) One of these glasses is for you, or you can have one of these. Can I have this ice? Yes, you need the ice. What I can do is I can introduce the crime. So uh, I think that's possibly a good idea. So we're doing a Christmas themed crime today. And the thing is, when I was researching Christmas crimes, (laughs) well, um, yeah, Christmas crimes, you look them up, I looked them up, and almost all of them is somebody has murdered their entire family. (laughs) Um, I mean, it's a stressful time of year, isn't it? It is a stressful time. Um, But this episode. My mother (laughs) will start to worry. (laughs) And I didn't want to give anyone any ideas. So tonight we're doing a bank robbery um and it has a bit of a christmas twist so was it the grinch it's not it could be um okay so this story starts with cisco not everyone's favorite 90s rapper but uh, (laughs) we all know him uh but cisco texas where potentially he got his name i don't know um the year is 1927 the date is the 23rd of december So before we get to the robbery, let's set the scene. 1927 was a prosperous year for Texas, and Cisco was a booming oil and gas town. Uh, There were lots of money around at the time, indeed so much money that bank robbery was incredibly popular. (laughs) So my first question is, how many bank robberies do you think happened per day in Texas in the 1920s? See, popular makes it sound like such a pastime as well. Like fun. We could play golf or we could do our other hobby. (laughs) How many per day? Per day. In the whole state of Texas. Mm. Per (laughs) diem. Three. Uh, 68. Wow. <laughs> she does not trust Americans. Drunk, it's amazing. She'll sit next to Taylor. Katie. <laughs> um, Susie? I'm going to go nine. Ooh. It's actually three to four banks a day. So, oh. Taylor, you're spot on. Uh, I know Texas. <laughs> uh, this American. Was... You're not allowed to do these ones. <laughs> <laughs> Unfair advantage. Because we're known for our historical knowledge. <laughs> 
fair, that's fair. <laughs> um, this was a bit of an epidemic. Uh, so what do you think the Texas Bankers Association did to try and solve the problem? The TBA. Uh, <laughs> you know the TBA. <laughs> the old TBA. God, you're so millennial. The TBA, how, howdy partners. Did they increase security in the banks? No. Oh. Did they give everyone guns? You love doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Not you personally. Me. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Susie, they didn't have to give anyone any guns. They already had their guy. Right. Did it, they give somebody an extra gun? It, yeah, everyone got an extra gun. <laughs> but it, I mean, it is Christmas. <laughs> it is a bit like that. They offered a reward to anyone who shot and killed a bank robber. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I mean, that is an exciting time to be alive in, isn't it? Um, <laughs> Yeah, so there was no money if you bought them in alive, but if you bought them in, d it was what? dead or dead. It's like, wow. Uh, so how much do you think they offered if you killed a bank robber? Well, we don't, we don't know what year it was yet. 1927. Oh, sorry, I wasn't. The TBA, 1927. Come on, out. All right, all right. The TBAs. Motherfucking TBA. That's a $1,000. Okay. That's mental. Oh, that's so much money. That's so much money. $50. Okay. Not even 50, like 20 bucks. It's a person's life, you guys. Yeah, but there's three a day. Three to four a day. They got that kind the of budget. Nineteen twenty-seven. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Susie. Nineteen bucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to split hairs, but we don't have prices right rules. Like you're allowed to go over. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was five thousand dollars, which is seventy thousand dollars today. Five. That. See, and you laughed at me, and I was the closest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. I mocked you. I'm so sorry. I laughed. I mocked. Wow. She is a cunt, it turns out. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> no, come on. Was it you? <laughs> okay. Do you know what? What is your home life like? That's what I want to know. Um, really bad. Why are you doing that? <laughs> um, so, uh, now, to get to our robbery, let's first meet the ringleader, Marshall Ratliff. Now, Ratliff had just got out of prison. What do you think he was in prison for? Robbery. Taylor? I'm gonna agree with Katie for the rest of my life. Susie? Um, stealing a dog. Ooh. Well, he would never get out if I was the fucking. <laughs> yeah, you do but not. But you, you, you weren't. Oh, that's a really great point. And it was bank <laughs> robbery and he was out Damn on parole. So, um, what you do, obviously, when you've been in for a, a bank robbery uh, inside and you get out, uh, he decided straight away he was going to rob another bank. It, why wouldn't you? And he used to live in Cisco. So, he was worried he was going to be recognized. Thong, thong, um, thong. So, <laughs> oh, uh, he decided he needed a disguise. Any ideas what he disguised himself? Father Christmas! <laughs> oh, my God! The answer is my breath. Good guess. <laughs> <laughs> I was really going to fly on the podcast. <laughs> what? Yes, fine. I mean, who wouldn't let those in? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to a building. <laughs> Yes, he uh, disguised himself as Santa Claus. Um, Legend. So he, he and three other men decided to rob this bank. What uh, were the other guys dressed as? No, no one. Just as like civilians. Not even elves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're just helping Santa so take this money. <laughs> yeah. So they were Santa's little civilians. Yeah. <laughs> That's bullshit. Um, they were ex-cons Robert Hill and Henry Helms and Louis Davis. Uh, and he was a man in dire straits, a family man, who got pulled in at the last minute because the original accomplice came down with the flu. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. 
pre-flu jab that's the thing yeah yeah <laughs> saving lives D- different world <laughs> <laughs> um so they drove a stolen car into town and dropped ratliff off in the town center dressed as santa so he walked down the high street upsetting the children well what do you think happened <laughs> everyone ran up to him and said hi santa <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly what happened <laughs> And uh, guess who didn't stop them following him into the bank? The <gasps> What, just him? He just... He was just like, follow me like a Pied Piper. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, a Pied Robin... Robin? Rob, oh, Robin Santa. <laughs> yeah. A Robin Santa. <laughs> um, so the kids follow him into the bank? Yeah. yeah. That he was oh really God. smiling. So he did have elves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you little pricks, you're getting two bucks each. Max. <laughs> But they all followed him into the bank. How oh. many children do you think died? <gasps> I'm joking! <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's a Christmas episode! <laughs> Three children died. No, they didn't. No children died. <laughs> no children died. I would not have chosen it if oh. it was essentially... I feel kind of let down. <laughs> You've been doing this podcast for too long. But now we know it's like a Disney film and the kids have to get out okay. Well, yeah, they do. Well, once inside, well, not all, well, they sort of do. Once inside, (laughs) we've really got to rattle through. Once inside, um, Ratliff received a pleasant greeting of hello, Santa, from the cashier. uh, Because that's how they all spoke. And uh, apparently... Texas. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Go. And apparently he pointed his gun in the air and shouted, this here's a holdup. Lovely. Wow. And I've written down here a ho 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 hold up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like I, that. I will take an applause break, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I've written it down. I wrote it down. Jesus. Yeah. Um, I think until now everybody's like, was this worth ten pounds? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I would have paid double. <laughs> Thanks that. very much. Uh, so he walked um, to a desk in the middle of the lobby uh, when Hill, Helms, and Davis all entered the bank brandishing guns. So Santa uh, ordered the assistant cashier to open opened the safe and began stuffing the money into what? His sack! (laughs) Well, yes! (laughs) The problem with this crime a little bit is that, like, it is all, like, he does all the things, but... Is it also giving everyone a bit of an idea? Like, (laughs) next week's a bit slow for me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, But he stuffed it into a sack he'd hidden beneath his costume. (laughs) Of all the costumes that it would be like, well, I'll probably just take a sack into the bank. Yeah, but it would have had swag on it, remember? (laughs) (laughs) He's very honest. Yeah, he's really missed the trick. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, and a sack he's carrying beneath his costume. Um, So, uh, (laughs) while the others... did he lose his belly? Like, all of a sudden, he's like... (laughs) Oh, I pulled it out. (laughs) I lost 10 pounds on SlimFest. Um, yeah, so while the, uh, the others covered the customers and the employees, Ratliff uh, grabbed money from the tellers and forced one to open the vault and stole £12,000 worth of money, which is about $150,000 now. <laughs> A lot of money. Uh, and they stole £150,000 worth of bonds. Does yeah. anyone know what a bond is? Yeah, yes. they're knickers from Australia. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there was a lot of knickers in there. Yeah. Common bonds? They're, they're just a brand. It was oh, just, okay. just a little gag for <laughs> anyone that's been that side of the world. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so whilst all this was going on, another little girl uh, from outside saw Santa in the bank and asked her mum if she could go uh, and see him. And wow. as soon as they got in there, 
They realised what was happening and <gasps> ran across the road to alert the police. Ooh. Uh, so the police grabbed their weapons and headed over to the bank. <laughs> who else grabbed their weapons? Everyone in the town that wants to be bounty hunters. Exactly. Everyone that's got an extra an extra gun for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Just ra- unwrapping it beneath yeah. the Christmas tree real quick. And the po-po-po. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... <laughs> But yeah, it was, it was absolutely everyone. The postmaster. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. came down with his gun. Oh, uh, my God. People would go to the hardware <laughs> store and just grab. I don't know why Texas gets this reputation. <laughs> like, I want to go to Texas. <laughs> I love it. Um, so considering how many children we know to be in the bank, just how many shots do you think were randomly fired <gasps> outside by the police? Wait, remind me locals? how many children are in there? Just like... Uh, there some. Exactly, but some. <laughs> yeah. A gaggle. I mean any. It'd be a great really. teacher. How many have come back from the school trip? <laughs> some. <laughs> Mate, there's so many more reasons I wouldn't be a good teacher. The main one, four GCSEs. That's going to be... That's going to be the main thing holding me back. <laughs> and an AS level in contemporary dance. <laughs> and w- w- the floor is yours. <laughs> <laughs> Two more gins and it will be. <laughs> Can we get Susie another drink, please? <laughs> um, so uh, there were over 200 bullet holes uh, in the building. Yeah, full of all those children. Do you know they did lots in the air as well? That's a big thing, isn't it? <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah. Like people, pow, 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 in the air. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's but a, a thing. That's like, a Texas they thing. Lot, but they do yeah. that a lot, like... Yeah. Like, my main frame of reference is that guy from The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> You know the one with the bow, bow, and he does like Ray. He was um, there. And he would have been there. Yeah. Do you ever think like, do you reckon they ever accidentally get birds? Oh, and they're like, yeah. pow, pow, pow. like I, I think that oh, all the time. Sorry. Whenever I, or even like a plane whenever or something. Whenever I shoot a gun in the air, I always <laughs> I'm like, they don't know what's up there. I always think about it coming back down. Like, is there just somebody yeah, standing there at the bus stop too. with an umbrella? Like, blink. Is there any scientists listening at Susie Ruffle? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I did women's studies instead of physics, so I don't really... <laughs> what use was that? I not really weigh in. Oh, load of bitches bitching. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obviously a feminist before anyone gets... <laughs> like you do. No. <laughs> Yeah, they're all aiming at Santa. <laughs> yeah, so five thousand dollar bounty. I think you're going to really regret booking me. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, don't. I'm loving it. Not at all. Um, <laughs> me too. So apparently, a rifle bullet. Uh, so there was two hundred bullets uh, in the in the bank. Uh, and that's just in the walls. That's just in the walls. Apparently, a that rifle. That sounds like a lot for British people, but that's. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's so That's like five it's minutes on a Tuesday. <laughs> So they're all aiming at Santa. Well, they're all that aiming at all of them. That is so, so disturbing for the children to watch Santa's massacre. I and know. You know, we all think that the reason that his <laughs> outfit is... It's almost is like they all grew up to become violent Americans. <laughs> <laughs> With grandkids. Oh, my God. Trauma. <laughs> Do you want to say also terrible? This is a little bit as a side note to this is that the next day was Christmas Eve and uh, there was a big church service in the town and they forgot to cancel Santa coming. <gasps> and all the kids were fucking terrified. Oh, wow. It's terrible, isn't it? It was genuinely my favourite part of it though. I was like, shall I do this case? Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, God love them. So um, now to really sort of dig into what happened to the kids, uh, they, uh, before long, the robbers realised they needed to get out of there, so they escaped out of the back of the bank, taking two hostages. <gasps> Who do you think the hostages were? The children. Kids. Yeah, it was kids. You're not going to take like forty stone Fred, are you? <laughs> like, come on, Fred, <laughs> get in. I like the sound of Fred. <laughs> He'd have a gun, wouldn't he? Sure. Um, but yeah, two little girls. They, wow. They took Laverne uh, Coma, 12, and Emma Mae Robinson, 10. Um, so using the girls as shields. Oh, yeah. wow. These were real brave men. Um, the four men. Uh, Cobras. So yeah. <laughs> Cobras. Yeah. Uh, they made their way to the alley, uh, to the getaway car where they'd previously, previously stolen. Um, so uh, in the alley, there was even more shooting. Two police officers <gasps> were shot. One wow. died uh, on Christmas Day. The other died almost a month later on January 17th. Six other civilians were wounded. Um, Davis, one of the bandits, was severely, severely wounded. Um, I'm just saying right now this would make such a better pogue song <laughs> <laughs> anyway <laughs> um, so another policeman, Officer Reddies, uh, began to pursue the robbers on foot. He was soon picked up. And he gave chase. <laughs> he gave chase. Yay! I understand that guy. Finally, someone <laughs> like me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <whole> dead world. <laughs> <laughs> he did a ruffle. And, um, <laughs> oh, let's take that to the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, so other people, um, yeah, picked up by a civilian. Um, so they went after him. Uh, other people from the mob uh, got in their cars, went after them. Uh, so the robbers had a bit of a head start. Have they left the girls or the girls in the car? The girls are in the car. Wow. Hostages. You don't understand hostages. <laughs> Not very well. <laughs> um, but what do you think they forgot to check about the car when they stole it? Petrol. Petrol. <laughs> I realise I'm asking really leading questions. Rookiera. <laughs> say yeah. gas, Susie. Say gas. Gas. Okay. <laughs> you slowly trying to Americanize us. Gas. Gas. <laughs> gas. Yes. Um, I, oh my God, we're out of gas. Oh no, we've got these kids here with us as well. Oh, do we have to. <laughs> and all the money. Is there oh, so much? I don't know why I'm basic. Oh, right. I actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. Okay, yeah, go on. We I didn't ready. anticipate the responsibility of all this cash. No, me neither. Like, I'm do, we, do we invest it? I don't know. We can't put it back into the bank. No, because no, you no. know what happens at the bank. That's true. Oh, I don't even think we'll get a good return, and it feels like a depression is coming. <laughs> I feel depressed. <laughs> I think you're right. And they haven't invented SSRIs. We should just call this off. I don't know what that is. I've got four GCSEs. <laughs> and you don't know what that is. Like Prozac. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
so yeah, they run out of petrol. Um, yeah. They commandeer another passing car driven by 14-year-old Woodrow Wilson Harris. 14? You heard me correctly, yeah, 14. And his name's Woodrow. M- Woodrow Wilson Harris. And he was just driving, he wasn't trying to chase him down. No, he was just driving into Cisco. Oh, Santa looks a bit frantic. <laughs> um, well, he'd still believe, so yeah. Damn right, yeah, right, at 14. Um, so they transferred the loot hostages and Davis, who, as we remember, had been very badly injured, into the other car in the midst of gunfire from all the cars behind. Wow. Oh, sound effects, very nice. <laughs> It's like within, we're, we're there. It's like we're in the war, I know. Yeah. Very clever. <laughs> um, however, um, when they you got... Know. Just stifling a burp there. <laughs> um, when they got in the car, they realised uh, the car wasn't going to be any use. Why? Not Flat tyres from the shooting. Oh, no. Woodrow. I think, I've got a feeling this was Woodrow's mum's car. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to fill time until someone had an idea. (laughs) I'm flat out. (laughs) Could they not drive a manual? No, they can't. We call it stick in America. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was. (laughs) It was because Woodrow Wilson Harris um, took the bloody keys with him. Uh, Oh, fourteen, and this dude is like. I like Woodrow for that. Well, he's named yeah. after a president, Andrew Wilson. And he wait, so he's like all this gunfire. Sure, sure. He's like, no, I'm going to keep these keys. Yeah, it's his mum's car. Like inevitably, <laughs> it's inevitably his mum's car. Um, so uh, they all got into that car, um, and then they um, got out of that car and got back in the original car. This is all under heavy gunfire, and they left. They left David. <laughs> <laughs> they left Davis bleeding out uh, in oh. the back seat of Woodrow's car. Wow. Hang on, is that one of the kids? No, no that's no, Davis. That's the injured. Right, He's the family right. man. Is this like the, um, oh, the, family the, man, the, the pirate's code? Like you get left behind. <laughs> you absolutely get left behind. But they left something else behind. What did they leave behind? The sweet, sweet cash. The sweet, sweet cash. <laughs> they left the, the sack. worst robbers. They left the sack. <laughs> Li- literally, they left it in the back of this 14-year-old's car. Ah. Oh. Oh. And he was like, cha-ching. <laughs> and that open. man was Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> he spent it all on thongs. And I guess <laughs> from bonds. Bond oh, thongs. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so the money. So Davis, who was in the back of the car, uh, he died. It was his first ever crime. Uh, I love that. Like, he was a bank robber, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, but look, you know, he, he like... Things were happening. He was trying to be a good guy. Maybe, you know, the crops weren't making as much as they used to. He had to, you know, do some bad shit. Wait, let her finish. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Katie. Finally, some respect. (laughs) Um, So, uh, oh, oh, we've got to crack on. We've only got about 15 mins. So, uh, Helms Hill and Ratcliffe uh, drive the car onto a dirt road uh, and just make a break for it. Uh, And then what happens next is just insane. It's a manhunt that lasts days and days and days. Uh, Have they they still got the kids? No, the kids get away. Great. And then one of the kids identifies Ratliff at the end and gets him sent down. Ooh. Yeah, well done, girls. That's the rat Ratliff. <laughs> that's what she, I imagine that's what this she's This movie's saying. writing itself. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it, the, this man hunt lasts days and days and days, and they steal cars, and the whole state is after them. Um, but we're just—I can't—I don't have time to tell you about that. So we're going to smash cut to uh, Ratliff. Uh, this is Santa getting caught. Um, so he's still in the Santa outfit and is confronted by Deputy Sheriff Cy Bradford, uh, whose career uh, is filled with gunfights in which Bradford's cool-headedness and marksmanship hey. always brought him out the victor. Uh, so he confronts Ratliff on a long, dusty road. It, the movie does write itself, and Ratliff is running and. Bradford gets out his double-barreled shotgun, which, of course, he had a nickname for. What do you think his nickname was for his uh, double-barreled... Grilled cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Take the girl out of America. (laughs) Double trouble. Double trouble. Ooh, I like that. Susie, have you got got any ideas? For what you'd call your gun? Yeah, double-barreled shotgun. Uh, Dave. (laughs) Classic Dave. (laughs) Good old... Dave. <laughs> so it was old Betsy. Ah, oh, that was my other choice. Oh. <laughs> you were the closest. Dave or old Betsy. Damn it! You were the closest. Oh. <laughs> I guess, because she chose a name. Old, <laughs> old Dave, old Betsy. Um, so the other two men fled, and uh, so he was basically shot, and uh, he gave himself in, um, and he had six gunshot wounds by that point. A poor man's 50 cent is what he was. <laughs> Only the six, but Out he was in. brought in. And the two other men fled, and then they were picked up, and one was executed by electric chair. He was found Whoa. guilty. Yeah, because he killed the police officer, rather. Just the bank, as that's cool. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and the other one uh, got put in jail for 99 years. So he got a life sentence. Oh. Um, but apparently... And it's due out soon. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> soon. <laughs> um, Apparently he escaped prison three times, which is great. And then it said after he settled down, uh, he was paroled in the mid-1940s, changed his name and became a productive citizen. (laughs) I I think he's fair play. (laughs) He spent less than 20 years in uh, in jail. Um, So what do you think became of Santa? Not a sentence I thought I'd say, but do you think Santa was sentenced to death? I think he went to the North Pole and turned (laughs) his life around. (laughs) And I think fair play. He did not go to the North Pole. Okay. Any other ideas, Taylor? No. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody is slightly fixated on getting a drink. (laughs) Someone's not taking this Santa death very seriously. (laughs) But like I say, he was um, identified by uh, Emma Mae Robinson. Um, And just, oh God, long story short, uh, (laughs) he went to- Imagine if someone summed up your life like that. Long story short, he died. Long story <laughs> short, she made Jace. Um, no, he, uh, so he went Jace. back to Cisco and then um, he was awaiting execution there, but he feigned paralysis and pretended he, he was mad because you can get let off if you paralysis. pretend you're... Paralysis? Wow. Paralysis. Yeah, so he sort of pretended he couldn't move and then he said he needed to go to the toilet and then... <gasps> That's an absolute nightmare if you can't move, isn't it? It really bloody is, just like that on the toilet. And um, <laughs> he got to, um, he got the jailer, two jailers to take him... Uh, to the toilet, uh, at which point he was like, ha ha, fuckers, I can move. And uh, and then he, uh, the, the document I read, he grabbed a gun. Like there was just a gun laying around. Well, he would have got it out of someone's holster. Yeah. Oh. That's what I would say, dude, because they wouldn't, they would have been unawares. They yeah. would have been like, oh, this guy that's got paralysis needs a wee. So he'd be doing a wee. And then all of a sudden, kapow, hit up the gun. Yeah. Exactly. Taken by surprise. Killed a guy. The element of, whoa, not good. 
<laughs> I'm not. I'm not defending him anymore. That's the important yeah. thing. <laughs> All fun and games, isn't it? All fun and games until someone gets shot by Santa. <laughs> and do you know what? I've always said that. <laughs> um, Even before it was trendy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the guy was called Tom Jones. Just as a. <laughs> Why, why, why? (laughs) Hey. Um, so it's basic. not unusual for Santa <laughs> to steal your gun. <laughs> Very nice. Um, so basically, uh, the townspeople could see... I mean, I don't know how much of this is true, but apparently the townspeople could see in through the window. Of the prison? Of, the, of like the jail that he was being held at. Also known as prison. Go oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and um, apparently word got around the town that he'd killed another police officer and that he was trying to say, oh, I'm crazy, so I can't be sentenced to death. Mm. And so by the morning, a thousand of the townsfolk were stood outside the jail <gasps> saying, hand Kill him, him over to us. Wow. Yeah. And the state said, we'll give you $5 each yeah. <laughs> yeah. if you take care of this. Um, so the jailer um, said, no, you can't have him. But they overpowered him, uh, and they grabbed Ratliff. Ooh! And what do you think they did to him? Mob rule. Mob they rule. Uh, did they sit on his lap? <laughs> <laughs> did All they? All I want for Christmas is justice. Okay, <laughs> they either it's got to be they hung him or they. Katie, you're too spot on. That's weird. Oh really? Yeah. Oh they, cool. They yeah, was him. There. Like, yeah, that's what the mobs did back in the mob days. Right. Who <laughs> was the mob? <laughs> there was, there was a, lot of hanging, a lot yeah, of hanging. A lot of hanging. Katie's <laughs> mum was in charge. It was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> you killed my cat. You Black Ford. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they hung him. They hung him between two telephone poles uh, behind the local theatre. Oh, don't bring theatre into this. <laughs> oh, God, that's the worst part of the story. <laughs> Besmirched theatres. Theatre. So that is no, our um, that. that's our Christmassy ending to that way. <laughs> now, so we've just got enough time uh, to have a listener crime. So we've got a listener crime from somebody who emailed in. I believe he's in the house. Daryl, he in the house. Come on. Come on. Are you up for it? Come on. Come on, Daryl. Oh, my God. Okay. So, right. During my first term at university, I was 18 and very young. Uh, I received a food parcel containing all of my favorite foods. Naturally, I assume this was my mother making sure I got all of my few home comforts during my first term. But then when I looked at the parcel, I realized that it was hand delivered. Uh, Well, it wasn't from my mom, and the anonymous food parcels just kept coming along with a variety of postcards. They started being of local attractions mentioning where they'd spotted me around town that week. (laughs) What? Oh, yeah. Oh, believe me, I haven't got time to go into it. Um, Oh, my God. uh, As a disabled person in a small town, I was generally easy to spot. Anyway, they uh, then started, um, the postcards then started coming from further afield with comments like, sorry I haven't seen you for a while, I'm away on holiday. Oh my God. (laughs) Um, Oh my God, I can't believe it. Um, uh, As we approached Christmas, one of the postcards was an invitation to the local carol concert. 
eager to see who my creepy benefactor was. <laughs> I attended a service uh, and taking my tallest friend with me for protection. <laughs> I'm quite short. <laughs> um, at the concert, I studied everyone's faces for clues. Did I recognize anyone? At the end of the concert, heading down to the to my car down a dirt track, a little hyper and paranoid, I really was, uh, we suddenly felt the beam of a torch on our backs and the sound of footsteps, and unlike you, I did not give chase. <laughs> I fucking ran for it. Uh, a few days later, I received a card saying, we were so close, yet so far away. Oh, God! It's a shame you brought your friend. <laughs> a friend would underline in an angry way. Uh, <laughs> Then posts started arriving at the university for me and also where I worked. Uh, these contained posters and pamphlets showing happy disabled people doing fun activities. <laughs> like skydiving and cliff diving and all that type of stuff. Um, or advertising wheelchair accessible gym equipment. No word of a lie. Uh, after about six months, I finally went to the police. And the police said to me, there's no way we'll ever find out who this is. But if we did, would you want to meet them? <laughs> what? I and said, here no. we are tonight. I know, exactly. <laughs> I said, no thanks, I've got better things to do. Anyway, the very next day, the police came round and said, yeah, we know who it is. Oh, Dad, can I stop oh. there? Can we let these, because I know who it was. Oh, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot it's a crime, solve it. <laughs> Who Wait, do you think it was? can I just ask a question first? Yeah, go on, ask did, questions. Did you eat any of this food? Oh my God, right? I was a student, I had no money. <laughs> I had everything. And he also, the, oh, I'll give it away, it's a male. Um, he <laughs> also uh, realized the type of food that I liked the most. I was really into Frey Benton pies at the time. <laughs> I don't know whether you remember them, the way he like dog food with a crust on top. <laughs> and he would send me quite a lot. I can't, to me, that's the scariest thing, because it's like, wouldn't it be drugged? I'd be too scared to eat the food. Oh, no, I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> so here's my guess, Daryl. You've yeah. got a wedding band on. Yeah. So I'm guessing this was... Yeah, we married! Your husband. <laughs> we lived happily ever after. What a... What a speech. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an admirer. Okay, an admirer. Professor. Your tall friend. <laughs> oh. It was, in fact, my postman! <laughs> the police then, the police then went on to say, he asked, would you mind not pressing charges because this time he might lose his job. This time? <laughs> and also, and also, he won't be able to be a scoutmaster anymore. What? <laughs> yeah. God, so many red flags. <laughs> the thing was, like, this was a different time. It was like, you know, the early 90s. We didn't press charges in those days. <laughs> Everyone give it up for Daryl! Daryl, here's some £40 gin for you. Woo! I'm going to find out what all your other favourite drinks are and I'm going to bring them to you. <laughs> That was Drunk Women Solving Crime live from the Pleasance Theatre. Thanks for listening and thank you very much to our wonderful guest, Susie Ruffle. And Susie is touring her show Nocturnal across the UK from February the 1st till 25th of May 2019. So make sure you get your tickets while you still can and visit susieruffle.com. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.